eventually a light shows up for me. And a lot of people are starting to encounter this too. Um, and I follow that light, but it takes a while. If you do the breath work beforehand, it'll put your body into the trance state, release DMT from your pineal gland that puts you, you're hacking the dream state is what you're doing. You're going into the dream state. So you're, you're releasing the endorphins and things in your body. That's making you release things. That's making you uh, feel good, but it's making you relax and stuff as well. So to start off your meditation with a few minutes of breath work to go ahead and get the body relaxed and quiet the mind before you're trying to just peer through whatever it is you're trying to get through. Even when you think you're already healed, you know, and you think you've already over something, you've already let something go. And then you get a burst of energy and bliss that, you know, brings you to tears, you know, because you're able to release stuff that you you didn't even know that you were holding on to. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what we're talking about. Welcome to your awakening journey. Today's destinations include higher consciousness and actualized potential. If all ascenders could now please be seated in a comfortable meditative posture, we're about to ascend. You are now arriving at your host, Brian Henry. What is up, Ascenders? You're now listening to The Awaken Podcast, a show in which we have expansion and invoking conversation to assist you and the planetary collective consciousness in ascending to higher expressions of awareness, purpose, and potential. My name is Brian Henry. I'm the founder of Together We Ascend and The Ascend Academy over at togetherweascend.com and your host of the show. If this is your first time joining us, I want to welcome you to the ascending journey. You will never know a true sense of liberation, fulfillment, and empowerment until you stop living for the acceptance of others, held back by the fear of judgment, to begin fully owning your truth. My guest in this episode of the Awaken Podcast is one that can attest to this, and he's leading by example. Truth Seeker is saying yes to his truth, and he's putting it out there in all kinds of different forms. He's creating music embedded with codes. He's the host of a amazing spirituality podcast of his own, the Truth Seeker Podcast. And his experience, as well as mine, can attest to the sort of impact, the ripple effect that it can have when we begin saying yes to and fully embody our truth. One of the things he said in this episode that stood out to me was, I'm just being the person that I needed. You've gone through trials and tribulations and there are people that are faced with similar challenges. Knowing this, how can we not share all that we have to share? So this is equally about the sort of impact and influence that this can have when we become a fuller expression of our authentic selves 
as well as the type of experience we get to endure when we allow for this. So we're here to have this conversation to invite you into a fuller expression of you. And so not only will I think this awaken the inspiration in you to do just that, we also get into some practical tools and techniques that Truthseeker has used to access the perfect self within. The Akashic Records, the insight of spirit, whatever you want to call it, there's a knowing in you. There's a version of you that is fully embodying your highest and your most authentic. And there's a means by which we can access this. There's practical strategies that we can use to do so. And in this episode, Truth Seeker shares with you some of the ones that he has experience with, including breath work, as well as something he calls prophesying. So if you're feeling compelled to invoke these blissful and insightful encounters with spirits, to access the perfect self within, to come out of it with greater clarity of purpose and vision, so that you can begin saying yes to and fully owning your truth. <laughs> Stick with us for this episode of the Awakened Podcast. But before we jump into that, one thing that I'll, I believe will also support you, if you've heard this call to be a fuller expression of your divine purpose and your gifts, the Ascend Academy is uniting and activating light workers. We're coming together in our united purpose. We're supporting one another. And we're growing into greater expressions of who we are and why we're here. If you feel a sense of resonance with this invitation, I invite you to go check out the platform and all that we got going on at academy.togetherwayascend.com. But for now, Let's hear from the man himself. He's seeking out his truth. He's saying yes to his. And he's here to support you in doing the same. This is my conversation with Truth Seeker. And we are live. What up? We are live with my boy, Derek, a.k.a. Truth Seeker. He's a visionary. He's a mystic. He's a hip-hop artist. My man, is there something, anything that you don't do? No, <laughs> do it all. Too much, He's a probably. podcaster. <laughs> Too much. You know, actually, on that note, I think that's a good jumping start point. One of the things that I, um, I have a whole lot of respect for you for is how much you're doing. You, you put out ton of content in all forms and you're making things happen so talk to me about that but of course give us a little bit of introduction let us know who you are what you got going on um and then lead into all the things that that you've been bringing to us yeah i know right because so many times we put that together you know who we are is what we do Mm -hmm. and we're known by our roles or our titles or our specialties or our ailments, even for some people, you know, their disabilities, 
So, you know, it's interesting to separate that, that we are not what we do. And it's easy to get caught up in that, right? Especially when we do so much and you, all these titles and I do all those and I am those, but it's not who I am, right? So I think that that's uh, beautiful. So I think that uh, being reminded of uh, of that, you know, that I do all of these things, but I am, I am a human being and I need to rest in that. And so that's my message for everyone too, to create, consciously create, and uh, but but also walk in your your spiritual supernatural rest. That's my message. So, like you said, I do um, you know sp spiritual esoteric hip hop, uh, amazing podcast. Uh, I'm an author of a book, launching courses, guided meditations, retreats, spiritual retreats, and uh, you know spirit journeys. Man, a little bit of everything. School of the Mystics online sessions, like any and everything I bring to the table. And it's all about healing. It's all about going deeper into the spirit, uh, exploring, getting freedom. And um, through all of those different avenues, if there's a new avenue that I can express healing through, I'll probably find it and uh, and utilize it. So a little bit of is everything. That, is that the way that you find yourself um, referring to to the gift that you're bringing through healing? Is that the, the term that- oh, for sure. Is the center of it all for you? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Spiritual healing, self-acceptance, um, knowing yourself, being confident in who you are, being a little bit different, exploration, you know, especially from like, you know, coming from the religious background, like it's hard to uh, to go through this awakening and, and come out of that type of structure where it's not like, you know what I'm saying, liberation or self-discovery is not promoted. Like you have to like repeat a certain doctrine and when you're different, you you get outcasted and outed. So a big part of my community is people who are in the church or coming out of the church. So that's a huge mm -hmm. part of my community there. So um, saying yes and being open and authentic is like one of the first steps of, of healing, you know, and just embracing who you are, whatever it is, whatever you're into, whatever you're, uh, you know, God is leading you to discover uh, through spirituality, through whatever it is that you're into and being open with that. So that's my story, you know? And so I just try to pay that forward to other people. And it's definitely about healing. Yeah. And you're doing an incredible job leading by example, man, that, that authentic expression and that willingness to, to maybe even go against the grain at times that yeah. I, I always say that one of the greatest things that you can, you can do for a person, if not the greatest thing that you can do for a person is support them in being their authentic selves. And I think perhaps the best way we can go about doing that is again, leading by example, we invite others into that authentic expression when, when they see them, they feel that from us. And I definitely feel that in you, man, you, you know, you, you have a character to you and it's not, you are by no means, the type of person that is, it seems that cares what, what other people really think about you and what you're, you're about, you're, you're going to go out there and you're going to speak your truth. You're going to first seek your truth and you're not gonna, you're not gonna hold that back. Would you say that describes you? Yeah, but uh, it hasn't always been that way. And, and, and it isn't always that way. You know, I'm human. And, uh, you know, we want to be accepted, we want to be loved, and we want to fit in and belong. And so, you know, that's just something you have to kind of daily remind yourself. And when, you know, you, 
you don't really you're not really tested until you're you know you're tried and so when you have those when everything's going in your favor and everything's going good it's okay but like once you there's you know some type of resistance or gossip or family members or whatever it is that kind of step out against you then it's like okay do you really believe this and so um for me it was just you know um living my truth seeking it and, and speaking it at first like i was laughed at and scoffed like so hard ridiculed for everything that I did that was different or being a forerunner or whatever. Now I'm praised and applauded and make a good living doing this thing that I was scoffed at, you know what I'm saying? I'm having a podcast and speaking about this stuff from my position and, uh, you know, speaking about, you know, plant medicines and journeys and, and healing and one-on-one sessions. And remember when I first got confident and, uh, and stepping out to do one-on-one healing sessions with individuals and counseling and all that, um, I put myself out there and started charging for sessions. Like if you wanted a session, this is what it would cost for an hour of my time. And we did a lot of stuff, breath work, guided meditation, a lot, a lot of things. And um, I remember some Christian friends were like inboxing me like, hey, man, I see you starting to do sessions and you're charging for it now. Give, give me some more info on this. And they were just digging to like screenshot my conversation and then post it on all these different Christian forums and Facebook groups laughing at me that I was charging for prayer. And uh, for me being like finally stepping out and saying yes to this thing that I felt like God was calling me to, uh, I pulled everything down. Like I was like, I was humiliated and, you know, didn't own my truth, you know? And so I quickly pulled it down. Like once the ridicule and people are like, Hey, you mean you charge to pray for people? You know, all that kind of stuff. And like, um, it's hard. And there's seasons of that. And so that, that resistance is good though. Like we need it. It makes us like, it, it, it proves that what you really want. Do you really want this? Are you, mm. you know, willing to put up with the, the, the scoffers and the, you know, people making memes about you and your best friends turning their back on you. And when you're dealing with religion and spirituality and philosophy and stuff like that, politics today, the, <laughs> the day of it, like, uh, um, you're going to deal with that. You're going to have people, friends come and go and, and opinions and schisms come and go and stuff. And so, but it's about finding out what you want to do and, and, and create yourself, make yourself. And, um, there's tests that you got to go through. I don't mm-hmm. set them up. We don't set them up. I think it's a universal type of mystery school training that we're all in. And, um, and we got to go through those tests and you got to pass it with love and with, honor and and, and and walking in your truth figuring out what that is and then owning it mm-hmm. yeah and it's it's almost inevitable that those uh those obstacles are gonna present themselves and i love what you said um it, it's it's almost this this test to see how willing you are how how committed you are to that truth and you yeah. become a fuller embodiment of that truth through being willing to to face that resistance adversity yeah yeah so where did that all begin for you then how where would you describe i mean i know it's difficult to kind of point to a a beginning but specifically to to own your truth do you do you see or can you can you feel into a, a time where you feel like this is where you really began to to step into that, even through the resistance. Yeah, because it's always been there. Like it's never 
it's never been something that's been applauded. I guess at this point it is. And then you find your tribe and the people that resonate with your material that you put out and stuff. And then it's all, it's all funny games, but early on for sure, it was like a, a genesis of um, owning your truth or whatever. And I think for me was just the fact, and I still feel this way. The reason I had to talk about this stuff, cause I wasn't the only one having these experiences and, um, and there was a lot of uh, friends of mine who we were close with doing things together in, in a church setting, right. We're from, you know, we're from the Bible belt. Like we, our, our spirituality was birthed in like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Charismatic Christian circles, man. And like praying for hours and going into trances and all types of things that we were experiencing in the church and stuff. So we began to take grew that up a little in that, bit correct? deeper. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say grew up in it, but it was definitely early on my early, uh, mid teens, like 16, I really got deep into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we began to go a lot deeper in our, in our spirituality and, and, uh, through like many different things. I'll say like some of the most controversial stuff early on were like contacting UFOs and contacting, you know, the angels and things like that under the open sky and through meditation. And we were having visitation. Uh, oh, you're doing this with people. Yeah. So well, your first experience the majority is... of it was, no, it was beating me by myself first. Okay. And then it was a thing that, that I got really good at and seeking after it and just knowing that it's a thing and then like, Hey, y'all come with me kind of thing. And then they go out and they have this life changing experience under the stars. Huh. And so that was like a big thing for us early on that like yeah. shook us, like we can contact the angels and they'll show up and kind of say, hello, the angels that are watching over us and stuff. And so we call them UFOs and the Elohim and things like that. But um, that was one. And then the next was, going on our, our plant journeys, doing uh, psilocybin mushrooms. And, and both both of those things are, were beautiful and changed my life in a, in a major way. But it's like, you know, in, in the church culture, in the Bible Belt, like you, there's nobody going, there's nobody talking about that, mm-hmm. especially from a Christian perspective. And even, even in those days, it wasn't even really big. You had to kind of dig to find articles and stuff on it. So um, for me to, to have those experiences with Christian brothers who were like, you know, really good friends, but they wouldn't talk about it. Like I'm doing podcasts, I'm doing interviews, I'm writing, writing about it, blogging about it because it was so beautiful and so um, transformative that I didn't want to hide this from nobody. Because when I got born again and became a Christian, you couldn't shut me up telling people about Jesus, something that changed my life. And I was able to, uh, you know, touch love and experience love for the first time through these encounters with Christ. I tell everybody and you couldn't shut me up. So my UFO experiences and the psilocybin uh, were were just as monumental, you know, these life changing encounters. And so those the other friends, they were like, no, nah, we can't talk about this. We'll get fired if our boss knows that we're summoning UFOs in an open field or that we're going on plant ceremonies on the weekends doing illegal mushrooms, you know, this kind of stuff. Um, we'll, we'll get excommunicated. We definitely can't go to church talking about this. And you know, they'll get fired. You know what I'm saying? But it was so, so beautiful to me. So transformative. There's there's no way that I can keep this to myself. So like I was the one and they're all warning me, Hey dude, when your boss finds out that you're in, you, you know, you're going to be in trouble. What about your wife's boss? So this awakening to like own your truth, are you going to talk about this? Are you going to keep it hush hush? Something that has the ability to heal the world, both of them really. And, um, I, I put it in my music, uh, you know, I was rapping about this stuff and 
and found an audience there and then doing podcasts about it. And all the while being laughed at, mocked, ridiculed. And then the church culture is like moving away now, marking me as an enemy, somebody mm -hmm. who's telling you to go and do, you know, shamanic breathing in the forest and connect with uh, plant teachers. And so stuff. they knew you know what, what was saying? going so, on the, the church community. Yeah. Just because I was posting about it on social media. Like, yeah. You, you weren't, you were hiding it. Yeah. No, no. Sun gazing and stargazing, like all of it, dude. And uh, so that was like early on. Again, I say all that to say that the reason that I had to do it is because those guys wouldn't. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now I have to be louder because you guys aren't, you know, owning up to this. You guys aren't telling anybody. You guys are acting like this is just between us and nothing happened because you're scared of who's going to find out or you're going to get in trouble. But if you have like, again, like something that can, that has the ability to cure depression, to cure all types of addictions and everything, but you're going to keep it to yourself. They didn't keep the Jesus thing to themselves. They told everybody about that. But when it comes to, you know, the plant medicines and, you know, mm -hmm. being visited by lights in the sky at night, like, you know, that impartation and tele telepathic communication. Now you're crazy. The Jesus thing was okay, but this stuff is too much. I invited it. I was laughed at excommunicated because, you know, I was a, a Christian minister at the time, you know, traveling to churches and oh, speaking wow. to, to the youth and doing music. And then they're on my Facebook and I'm talking about Kundalini yoga and all this kind of stuff. And they think that all oh, that's demonic. So, own your truth, man. You know what I'm saying? Or it ain't supposed to be easy. If it was easy, everyone would do it, but we make it look easy. And so us walking in our truth, is going to move other people to, mm. to envy, but it, to em a good envy that they act on it. They say, man, I want to be free like him. I want to be able to talk about it. Cause then I found that man, I had Christian DJs over major Christian radio stations hit me up and I'm listening to your podcast and I can't talk about that stuff, dude, but I'm I'm, I'm interested and I'm, I got a ceremony planned myself this weekend and like all these major Christian people, but they could not talk about it. They won't mm -hmm. talk about it for mm -hmm. fear of rejection and ridicule. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. I, so many people, so many people I, I connect with and, you know, there's a depth of awareness to them, so much knowledge to them. And, you know, they, they look to me and they'll say exactly what you're describing. Yeah. <laughs> it's great that you're, you're talking about these things, right? It's, yeah. it's amazing that you, you share this and you speak your truth. Um, and then it's, it's crazy how many of these people, once I, I pose the question, is this something that you feel like you want to be doing? So many of them, so many of them say, yeah, like, you know, mm -hmm. Just like you've experienced, I've experienced, it's that, how can I not share this feeling, yeah. right? If, I, if yeah. I've if i found so much liberation and empowerment in what I've grown to to understand and believe, um, how can I not share that knowing that it can support another in, in similar ways or it has the potential to support another in similar ways? But like you said, I, I think a lot of people are being held back by fear of judgment, yeah. fear of rejection. We're, you know, the whole planet is going through an ascension process or a spiritual awakening, if you will. And people are waking up from all religions, all walks of life, all background. They're remembering who they're, they are. They're, they, a lot of people know this stuff deep down in their spirit, but they just don't have the words to describe it or know where to, to trace this stuff back in ancient text or whatever the case is. But I think like there's a lot of tools and a lot of programs and things that are coming out that are opening people up ancient aliens was a big one 2012 a big shift that's happened 
uh, conspiracy theories with COVID and stuff. A lot of people, you know, start questioning your reality, questioning your, your leaders into like that eventually leads to a spiritual awakening. If, even if you start out in the political realm, it, it, it leads to working on yourself spiritually because you know, you find out eventually that you can't infiltrate that system and you can't change it by voting. You can't change it by trying to change others, but you can change it by changing yourself. And that leads to the spiritual awakening. So um, the climate is changing and uh, a lot of people, because we're open, other people are being open and this uh, we're creating a safe space to talk about this stuff. And um, it's definitely working and it's amazing to trace, to try to trace back how far the ripple goes. The fact that we said yes to this and we sh kept showing up and continue to do this, even when we don't feel like it, even when there's ridicule, even when we question ourselves, like we continue to show up and to see how much good and how much liberation like th that is, uh, you know, being transferred to individuals who are going out, starting their own podcast and being open and honest. And they're influencing people because we said yes. And they heard our episode. Now mm -hmm. they started their own and they're influencing and setting people free because we said, yes, that this is how powerful that. it is. It's happening for sure. And, and we know the, the more platform you get and more people you reach, it's bigger and bigger and bigger. I, for me, I, lo I love to sit in that and just think about it, man. Mm -hmm. You know, putting on events and meetings and things like that and just looking around and these people don't know each other from Adam. Like they're all here because I invited them because I facilitated this and now they're going to come and they're going to get inspired and then they're going to go out and inspire others. But to, to see that, how much impact that we have is it's amazing. Not just me, but all of us, but try to measure it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Acknowledging that, man, that's so, so key. It, it really fires you up when, when you can acknowledge yourself and give yourself credit for how influential the, the choices that you make are. And the one thing yeah. I'll also even throw into that is whatever you think, whatever effect impact you think your words and your actions are having it's tenfold it's tenfold it's know, so right? much greater than that because how many yeah. people are coming across we can't know but how many people are coming across you and what you're saying and aren't reaching out or Telling not you. Yeah, you know, exactly, right? right? Yeah. so yeah. i mean there's there's one again acknowledging um the influence that we have in, in what we're sharing and when you when you've received that that, that praise in return or that positive response yeah. really feeling into that letting that feel you i think is is so powerful and then knowing yeah. that our effect our impact goes beyond what we even imagine yeah and we have to we have to own it we and so like the the beautiful comments and the emails and the testimonies like they're you know they mean a lot and um but it's so weird because like you know, it's hard to navigate sometimes. And um, even though you get all these beautiful messages and I, then, you know, you're having a great day, then Mer you know what I'm saying? Mercury re retrograde hits. And then you're like, what am I doing with my life? Nobody's, nobody's listening to me because maybe your numbers are down for the week or it's whatever it is in your head. Yeah. If you're paying attention to that stuff and you're yeah. like, man, nobody knows what I'm doing. It's like, man, you've got thousands of people who are like being influenced and how easy we forget. So reminding ourselves is huge for sure. And it's not an ego thing. It's, it's reality for sure. Yeah. You got to You got to celebrate the wins, man. You, yeah. It's so key. And I can totally relate. I, I think sometimes I, I look at where I'm at 
right now. And, you know, so what I was going to say is sometimes I look at where I'm at and, and look at the numbers and things like that and kind of realize that it doesn't feel all that different than when you when you first begun. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So I do think again that it's it's important that we, we acknowledge ourselves for our growth and and whatever that means to you right I, i'm not yeah. just i'm not trying to make this out to just be a, a numbers thing right mm-hmm. um success is whatever you define it as yeah but um it's you a know, quality thing, thing too though you know what i'm saying quality over quantity that people really go. get it like there you go. people are going to come and go. They're going to give you beautiful messages. They're going to forget about you next week. Like that's a bunch of people. But yeah. when people, when it plants that seed and then that seed takes root in an individual and then you can see it, like those are the best, man. You know, I know you do coaching stuff with people too. And I remember like, you know, I work with individuals too and just people in our community, like encouraging them and then seeing them like go live and do like tarot readings on Facebook for the first time. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I got to alert that he's live in a group and it's like, you know, hundred people watching. I'm like, wow. Oh God. He's, he finally did it. You know, I encouraged him enough for him to step out and to do it. Like you celebrate all of that, you know, that's where the real fulfillment lies, brother. Yeah. Seeing, seeing the people yeah. that we touch grow. I, I love to see people. And that's, that's the truest source of joy, seeing joy, feeling joy, witnessing joy in, in another. Yep. 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 So you've been doing the uh, the coaching thing too then? Yeah. So, I mean, I've been doing like one-on-one coachings and stuff, but like, you know, I feel like it only goes so far and we have a community and it's only so many hours in a day and stuff. And so, and it's even with so many people in a community and everybody's like pulling at you, it's kind of hard to really like hone in on like this one person or this one person or see who's showing up. Like I pay attention to all that stuff, but like I finally had to just find a way to, you know, take people through and just impart like everything that I've been through, like everything that we've been talking about so far, it's a process in my head. You talk about like going through the process of awakening and saying yes to the journey and looking at the pitfalls and why you don't need to. And then abundance blocks with money. You shouldn't get paid for this. This should be free, like all of those things. So I've created a course that is pretty much a model of my spiritual journey to get me where I am today to like take individuals through. And so launching that three weeks ago um, was huge for me. And uh, I've been working on it for two years almost, just off and on, and uh, just trying to be over um, um, analytical, making sure that like, I don't leave anything out. And like, there's no reason for you not to succeed if you if you follow, you know, this protocol and stuff. And so, you know, uh, super excited. We're having a a great time. And uh, man, people are being encouraged and equipped and uh, going through those blocks, man, you know, getting all that stuff out the way, because if it, if you're not experiencing it right now, you're going to experience it later. So to go through this material and stuff that I've been working on, it's just been super amazing. And that other people said yes to that, to work with me and to even see that value and to do an eight week course with me and stuff. And uh, people want more. So, you know, it's, that was my first, first launch and uh, I'm really excited about it. We're having a great time. Congrats, man. Congrats on the, the launch. And I'm so sure with, with the, um, the sort of community that I've seen you've, you've amassed and the types of people that I know are, are tuning into oh, yeah. you and what you're doing. Um, there's definitely going to be people that's going yep. to, to have an interest in, in going through that process. I mean, the thing that kind of comes to mind 
to me is um, when you embody something and, and that's something that other people aspire to, which certainly is the case for you with all that you've been putting out and all the great work yeah. that you're doing. Um, that's what ultimately is going to, to invoke interest in another person. They, they see that. I always like to say that look at your own personal transformation and know that your experience was what invoked that. And so yeah. if you've come a long way, then that's direct evidence that your process, if you put it together in a process, is something yeah. that can support another through a similar transformation. Yep. So I'm so glad 100%. to hear that you're doing that. That's all I can give you. I can't give you anything else. You know, I can't give you anything that I haven't been through or haven't experienced myself. The rest of it's just theory and that's big on the religion, like arguing about theories and what ifs and all this kind of stuff. It's like, hold on, this is like proven, dude. Cause like I did it, you can do it for sure. Um, if it worked for me, the, the system, the process works if you work it. And uh, so being confident in that is big. So what would you describe? How would you describe that? That end point to like if you had to describe the specific process that you're you're taking people through now, what is it that they come out of it with? Um, really launching healers, man. Launching people to uh start their own podcasts. I mean, everything that I'm doing. Look at me, I'm creating another version of myself and other people. Uh, doing one-on-one -on -one sessions with individuals, creating courses, teaching them how to do guided meditations, teaching them intuitive healing, like teaching them how to go through a session and how to pick up on energy and move energy. And it, I, I can't give you nothing else. Like, obviously, every, everybody's going to do it a little bit different, right? Their, their modalities are different. Maybe they're going to add other things that I don't, and that's perfectly fine. So, but it's like to give you everything I got. So whatever I'm doing is to like, you'll see them doing it in their yeah. own, you know, their own niche and their own impact and their own circle and stuff. So, and that comes through pocket, it comes through practical stuff too, you know, podcasting, blogging, making YouTube videos, repurposing content, like all the practical stuff too. We're going through the spiritual stuff for sure. Spiritual woo woo stuff, which is the best fun stuff. But when <laughs> it comes down to the hard work, like, together. are you going to, are you going to write a blog today? Are you going to? Yeah, yeah. You know, because you can write one blog and and get in front of thousands of people, like you know, hundreds of people who come to your site a day, a week, a month, whatever, off of one blog. So really teaching the individuals how to write a good blog that's gonna bring people who resonate with their work and with their ideas and stuff. So really teaching all of it, you know. And I love the back end stuff, I because I taught myself how to do all of it. So you know, I can teach it. Yeah, I think we could relate uh, quite a bit in this regard. Um, what you're describing is is very similar to the the type of work that I feel called to do, and um, we we approach it with different words, maybe, but it's ultimately the yeah. same thing. And it's that the way that I describe it is channeling our purpose into mm -hmm. into impact. So yeah, I'm, I'm I love to see that that bridging of the gap, right? Bringing yeah. all this awareness and, and growth. I would say it's two sides of the same coin, right? That that inner world of growing in our awareness of, of self and, and spiritually evolving and um, deepening in our into our essence and integrating a higher expression of who and what we are within ourselves, right? And how we get to feel on a daily basis through that. But then... Mm -hmm 
how are we using that or channeling that that growth into what we give the world yeah yeah and it's about them just saying yes to whatever it is that they want to do whatever they feel called to to explore um, that they're qualified already you know building confidence in them and and knowing that it's I'm huge with this, but it's not nothing that you're becoming. It's something that you already are. Mm-hmm. And in the simple fact that you desire it and you want to do it qualifies you and it's available for you. You know, we have people who are coming in that being trained to be healers and they're like, this is all brand new, like all like baby stuff, but they're getting trained to step out into intuitive healing. And so like, we got to, when I, when I, even when I was working with my coach, he's like, Hey man, you, this is a little bit too much. You just need to help people get over the blocks and stuff and make that other stuff. Another course. I'm like, yeah, we're going to deal with the blocks, but I want, I want to cover it all. Like mm-hmm. if, if you don't know how to, I'm going to train you in it. Like I got to give you everything. And he's like, oh, okay. So I just like above and beyond and did it. And just, it's everything um, as far as, you know, mapping out to become a healer. Right. And what is that? Right. Again, the healing comes through my music, comes through my podcast, these -hmm. conversations, walking in your truths, removing your blocks, loving your enemies like that's healing comes through all that. So but we champion that inner work that we're going through ourselves and that we're helping other people get through as well. I think that's what makes you a healer. I love that. I'm glad that you you flowed into that because I was going to ask you um, and do tell me if there's there's more that wants to come through here. What, what does it mean to be a healer? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, um, I, I try to help people um, look back over their life and comb through their life and, and see, obviously, if you feel drawn to that term to be a healer, the fact that you're not going to become anything you already are. So maybe even combing back through, for me, conversations, you know, giving people counsel, helping people solve problems, praying for people, like your heart, like helping the homeless and being empathic. Like all of those things are like a good indicator that you already are a so-called mm-hmm. healer. So, but um, I guess what I to, you know, to, to be able to do it, uh, um, you know, one-on-one sessions and be able to go like longevity with people doing Reiki energy healing as well, like getting into some of that. But I teach a lot of people that, uh, a lot of this healing is just even done through conversation. The spiritual woo-woo stuff for the most part is icing on the cake. You know, to, if we can sit down and let you come to an understanding of who you are and the greatness that's inside of you and there's nothing that can hold it back or stop you. Um, once you understand that, they, listen, the, the, the woo-woo stuff is just icing. Mm-hmm. I love the woo-woo stuff, but it's icing. Mm-hmm. Like most of the healing is going to come through that conversation of you opening up with the individual who will share things with you on a one-on-one session that they'll never, they won't even tell their spouse, but mm-hmm. you allow them a safe space to open up and to release that and get it off their chest. And then maybe lead them in breath work or give them some counsel and just be there. But them just confiding in you and confessing those sins and those mm-hmm. things that they've been dealing with. They don't have nobody to tell. They've been carrying those burdens their whole life. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a healer. That's Helping people do that. For sure. That's where the healing's done. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a practice of self-awareness, right? It's bringing it yep. into awareness. So I think what you're describing there, the power in it is people are in those conversations bringing to the forefront things that they may not want to, to look at for some time or haven't been looking at. And yep. the moment you shine a light of consciousness on it, that's, that's where the healing takes place. Yeah. And I've seen it in my own life. And again, that's how I know it works, you know? 
like for me on many different levels on, on really deep stuff. And then just like small things that are bothering you, like all of it, the breath work, the meditations, the, the you know what I'm saying? Training your mind, you know, and, and positive affirmations and meditations. All, like all of it is so powerful. There's, there's a myriad of different tools that, that we can use. And, um, you know, it's, it's about using the ones that you feel called to use, but yeah, definitely. I think, again, it's, it's a practice of awareness. All those things, what's, what they have in common is bringing to awareness, bringing to the surface, some of the stuff, the underlying stuff that you may have kept buried down that you didn't want to, to look at. Now, yeah. and, uh, you know, it takes a, it takes a person who's been, been through it, you know, because you recognize things that, th that those people overlook. They've never faced that before. So they haven't done the work. Mm -hmm. Or perhaps they don't even know that, you know, they don't know that it exists. It's a thing. Yeah. You know, all of it. So introducing people to bliss, light and love, but to, to do it, you got to go through some of the darkness too. So that's what awakens in it in us. Mm -hmm. On that note, and you only go as deep as you feel called to. I know from, from what I've heard from you that you've gone through your fair share of trials and tribulations. How are you open to, to sharing what rock bottom looked like for you? Uh, schizophrenia going crazy spiritual awakening and and not and doing it the wrong way on a couple occasions you know early on as a teenager you know getting involved with uh dark entities and making packs with uh um malevolent entities and so that was a big no-no and uh but it opened me up to where i am today and it was a, it's a huge part of my story um, that was scary, but I didn't know it can get any deeper. I was going schizophrenic and, uh, that's what like kind of led me back into the church and stuff. I was, uh, 16 when that happened, but, um, 15, 16. And, um, so that was really low and that's 20 years ago, but, um, want to say around 2012 or something, that whole excommunication out of the church and, you know, you're not, it wasn't formal. It's a ghosting thing. It's people who, you talk to every day, suddenly give you the cold shoulder. And when it's a whole crowd of people, imagine standing in a, uh, um, a group of people and everyone turns their back on you at the same time. And nobody tells you why, or you kind of know, but they didn't tell you goodbye, like feeling that. And then, um, you know, all of the rejection and stuff, it was pretty low. Like I, I experienced a pretty crazy darkness that was just like, this pendulum of going back and forth with who, who I am, what is real, where's, what's my future look like? What does my spiritual relationship with Christ look like, you know, and my foundation. And so that was, so it was really hard. And it was just as bad as being a 16 year old who was so-called possessed by demons and all of that schizophrenic stuff. Um, being double-minded in my mind, I tell people like, you can say like going back and forth every day or every month, but like every, every minute, like three or four times in a minute of what it was, uh, it was madness that I experienced on, on both of those occasions. And for me, it was, uh, both of them were rock bottom, you know, alone by yourself and nobody could, knows what you're going through. So trying to get through that 
and uh and it wasn't until i said yes you know to to who i am and 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 knowing that i um, i'm loved by god and fearfully and wonderfully made and he's put these desires in me to be into uh things that that um that that maybe others have forgot about or they call taboo or whatever and uh when i finally owned it and said yes the shift happened and uh and you know breakthrough and it's just owning your darkness owning your light like all of it owning that you're flawed and you got mistakes and you're gonna mess up and you're gonna say this one day and say this the next day. listen we're learning man we're trying to figure this stuff out. So mm. once I finally kind of came to that terms, that was a, a huge, huge for me. And, what uh, brought as a teenager you to that? And about eight years ago. What what brought you to that? What what would you say was the the you, catalyst like for, to, for taking that step? Had to had to choose one. You know, it was like one or the other, and I wanted both, but I didn't know because I didn't see what the future looked like. So as far as me being a minister and in the church or a new ager, spiritual guru, shaman, whatever people want to call me, um, I didn't know that I'm me, you know, and I'm free. And so it wasn't until I came to that, that understanding that, um, that I was okay with all, everything. I was okay with people making fun of me. I was okay with, you know, but I wasn't okay with not living in my truth. And that's what kind of caused everything of trying to conform and people please, you know, you know, if you, if you live to uh, please others, if you live for their acceptance, you'll die by their rejection. And I was dying from the rejection of my peers and people in the uh, establishments that I was affiliated with. And, uh, and they, they know how to uh, kill off their wounded and not help them. And it really, it was, it was hard, man. It really was, but you know, I'm, I'm, me being open and honest with that story and the podcast and everything, dude, this helps so many people. And I, I go through it a thousand times to, uh, to be able to, um, you know, guide people through that, that awakening. Cause there's other people going through that right now, you know, and they feel like they're alone until they hear me talk about it until they hear you talk about it. You know, how do you navigate through this? I'm going crazy. My pastor said, I have demons. No, that's angels visiting you at night. That's not demon, you know what I'm saying? And trying to navigate through spiritual awakening. Yeah. It's it's kind of crazy how many people still feel like they're alone in this. Yeah. And, the, the, the they, they come across. We, heard, yeah, there's we've that. Heard the statement, so many. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. It's powerful, you know. It's a such an important realization to come to. And again, you're you're spot on with saying that us being out there, being expressive of our truth is is one of the things that, that can help someone come to that realization. So how can we not? Yeah. And um everything sums up for me. Um everything I've done, everything I'm doing, even moving forward, is just to be the person that I needed when I was going through that stuff. Mm. So, cause I'm, cause everybody's a reflection of yourself. So everybody that you meet is an extension of you. So um, I see myself in those individuals. So it's like, listen, what did you need? Well, I needed a friend. I needed somebody who was available to talk. I needed somebody who wasn't going to judge me. I needed somebody who wasn't going to call me crazy or, or, or run away from me. Like I needed a good podcast to listen to where people were open and honest about whatever it is that they're going through depression suicide like aliens ufos paranormal whatever like we cover it all we don't there's nothing that we won't talk about lgbt coming out 
owning your identity, you know, coming out to your family, all of that stuff. You know, for me, those were things that I wouldn't even have seen myself touching years ago, but I've been like a spokesman for just really just living your authentic life, man. You know what I'm saying? And whatever that is for you. Yeah. Be the person that you needed. That, bro, it's right there. That sums it up as being a friend, dude. Just be a friend. Yeah. The moment, that's, that's so key. If we, I think if we simplify it to that even, right? Because we know what we've been through. We know what we've struggled with and we know what we had to, to learn and discover within ourselves to, to get to where we are today. So if we look back at that and say like, there are people out there that are going through the same thing. Can I just be what I needed at that time? Knowing what I know now. Yep. Cause you made it out. <clears throat> the other thing I want to mention too is where, you know, we've been circling around how impactful and influential speaking your truth can be, um, uh, in terms of the effect that it can have on others. But I also want to make mention of how liberating that is for oneself and how much growth we endure within ourselves for ourselves mm-hmm. when we when we make that the practice. We're like, you want to go to new levels, man. You know, the spirituality thing is about it. You know, if a lot of people having experiences and, and tapping into new realms and stuff, but authenticity and love and honesty is the key. Like that, that moves that vehicle. You know what I'm saying? The love that does it. And so loving yourself, speaking your truth, and it just unlocks new layers. All of this stuff is veils that you have to pass through. You have to prove yourself, man. Again, going back to what we said, you got to prove that you want it. Because if you don't want it, listen, they got somebody down the road who wants it a little bit more than you. We'll give it to him. We'll give the position to him. But you said yes. You showed up. You signed up for this. And you're here. So, you know, I have all these messages and codes encrypted through my music, man, about the, you know, being selected for for, for this purpose and being open and honest and stuff. And I, I journaled through my music, dude. Like, my music is pretty, you know, it's it's more uh, um, articulate than than I could be, you know, explaining this stuff. So I, it's a it, it was a, a a mode for healing and for other people to you know uh, embrace their spirituality and 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 have a spiritual awakening, like even off of the music. You know, music's yeah. taken a huge backseat for me over the years, but I am I still dabble and I'm still working on some stuff. But like that's most people know me because of the, the you know, the music. So yeah, I put all that stuff in there, codes and healing and all kinds of yeah. stuff. Consciously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, you're doing that consciously, but then I think we can both probably appreciate that there's probably even more in it than you even realize. I, I, I just, you know, I've, I've got such a huge library of music and I'm, I just, I'll have my lyrics just coming back to me. And it's like, God, like, what was you? Like, I feel a lot of it was like, when I go back and listen to it, I, I don't like to call it channeled, but you get in the zone, you get in that flow state, you know? And, and when things are flowing, like you can't turn it off and on. Mm-hmm. You just gotta, you gotta catch it. You know, when that water's flowing, you gotta hold the cup out and catch it. So I felt like I did that with a lot of that music. And when I go back and listen to it, I still get inspired, you know, it, it reminds me, you know, of, of what I've been through and, 
same thing with the the meditations, dude. Like I, I've been recording meditations and then I'm like in tears and I listen to them myself and I'm like being pulled into it. Like off of, I'm like, oh God, if this has happened to me and I'm consciously in this. And so I know that when other people listen to it, you know, they're going to get swept away. And mm -hmm. so when you get, when you can listen to your own work or, you know, those times when you're doing your podcast and, you know, you just, something's on you, man, the spirit's on you and you're talking and you're talking to somebody, you know, somebody's listening, you're speaking to it. Uh, I'll go back and listen to myself and I'm just like, I'm, ta I'm talking to myself, I get encouraged listening to myself, you know, and that's to be a co-creator, not to be narcissistic, to, but be like, listen, like I'm, I'm creating what I needed. Mm -hmm. Like I need healing. I need a meditation that's going to take me in deep and heal me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to create it. Boom. It's a meditation that takes me in deep and heals me. It's a song that takes my mind and opens it up and takes me on a journey to the astral realms. Mm -hmm. I make it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm able to like experience it myself. It's a weird feeling, um, but I love it. You know, I love to be able to still get those I don't know what to call it, you know, because I do feel like it's a, it's a, a channeling in a sense. I, I think channeling is like, appropriate, man. I, I 100% yeah. think channeling but is I can't tell you what being it comes from. You know, I, I, I channeled the Holy Spirit, man. You know, just the there beauty and bliss of God. And if that's that's what I channel, like for sure. And uh, but there's angels that come through and there's all kind of things. too. Yeah, but yeah. We can play the game of like saying it. it's, you know, this being or that. Or this collective. <laughs> At, at but, star command or whatever you know? <laughs> um yeah i mean but it's all coming from the same place right and um i think love well, there you go bro there you go love That's man it. if it's coming from love i want to encounter it i want to i want to experience it and be a conduit for it. so deep that you can keep exploring it layers and layers and layers and layers yeah. even when you think you're already healed you know, and you think you've already over something, you've already let something go. And then pff, you get a burst of energy and bliss that, you know, brings you to tears, you know, because you're able to release stuff that you you didn't even know that you were holding on to. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You can always bring it through more. Yep. There's always more to, to allow yourself. <laughs> that's hard to fathom. Yeah. You know, especially after beautiful encounters. I've had, dude, I've had encounters with God and the spirit where, I'm vibrating for days. I'm just like holding back tears when anybody does a, like for me, it's about these beautiful encounters with Jesus that I've had. And so if anybody mentions his name around me, like for like three days after this encounter, I just start weeping like a baby. And I got to like try to hold straight face. And it was just, you know, we have the, like, can you go deeper than that? It's like, yeah, <laughs> like it can get more intense and turn it up as much as you want, you know? And uh, but you're being healed, man. Crying is is a, is is healthy. Like you got to let go of some stuff. So, I champion all of it. Everything that has to do. The Bible says that every good and perfect gift comes from above, man. So anything that has to do with healing and, and you walking in your truth, and um, I'm for it. I don't care what it is. If it feels like bliss, you're for it. Now I know a big part of what you do is teaching people how to to have these sort of experiences am i right in, in saying that yeah for sure yeah um where do you where do you begin with them um meditation is key um 
breathwork, connecting with God. You're with big source. on the breathwork, huh? Yeah, I actually sure. love that. I uh, just about like I would say a month and a half ago or so, I I really started getting into it, and oh man, like I mean, can't say I one without the other anymore. Well, I can't say one without the other no more because I've been missing out. Like, cause I, as in I got good at, I got good at meditation first of okay. like just being quiet and just going within. Yeah. And then, um, I got good at that, but then like adding breath work beforehand to get your body into the trance state mm. so that you can leave your body or just travel within, um, a lot faster, a lot deeper, a lot farther. If you just do certain breathing techniques beforehand and, um, uh, you know, I, okay, I missed so out I wanna, on that. I want to hear you uh, kind of repeat that uh, because I think there's something potent there. Um, you kind of pointed to what breath work, how it prepares you for a, yeah. a deeper meditation or. Yes. Yeah. Help, how would, helping how would like, you describe so, that? So I would say at first, I, one of my biggest things is just focus on the blackness. When I'm by myself, I like to focus. I get everything out of my head, focus on the blackness in front of you, go in deeper and deeper and deeper. Eventually a light shows up for me. And a lot of people are starting to encounter this too. Um, and I follow that light, but it takes a while. If you do the breath work beforehand, it'll put your body into the trance state, release DMT from your pineal gland that puts you, you're hacking the dream state is what you're doing. You're going into the dream state. So you're, you're releasing the endorphins and things in your body. That's making you release things. That's making you uh, feel good, but it's making you relax and stuff as well. So mm -hmm. to start off your meditation with a few minutes of breath work to go ahead and get the body relaxed and quiet the mind before you're trying to just peer through whatever it is you're trying to get through. And there's a bunch of different meditations and, um, even on the guided meditations that I do, I'll always leave it open after, like once you're in a trance, once you're having this encounter, like we're going to allow the music to continue to play for you to have your own experience and go where you want to go and experience whatever it is versus ending it as soon as the guided meditation is done. So Excellent. if it's a recording and you want to stay there an hour, feel free, you know? So that's, that's the practice, right? Prepa it, you're using it as a, a tool to, to prepare you for more. I mean, is astral projection something that you, you consciously engage with? It seems like that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some questions with that, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll say that and I, I talk about it in my music a lot and I think I give the wrong, um, wrong um outlook on it as far as like leaving my body and traveling the multiverse or whatever and or traveling the neighborhood i've never left my body and flew, flew through my neighborhood i've never left my body and looked down at my body um i, I ex explained it a little bit like that in, in music just because of the creativity and, and aspects of of things but um the levels when you go within in order to get out you got to go within the universe, the kingdom of heaven, the realms, everything is within. You are a portal. So once you're able to go deep within the, the realms that you're able to access, the Akashic records, your higher self, uh, you are traveling to worlds. But do, can I tell you the names of those worlds? And it's all heaven. It's all the astral realms. It's all bliss. You know, um, you connected with your higher self. There's angelic beings. There's levels within you that that you travail and go in and unlock things that you release when you open your eyes and there's so much that happens um 
but I think a lot of people have the astral projection thing where they think that they're going to actually leave their body and, and fly around town. That honestly is more remote viewing. If people are doing that, projecting mm-hmm. their consciousness outside of their body and able to look around and, you know, whatever they're doing to go into the center of the earth and stuff like that. Like I have a lot of people who are big on that, but for me, my sweet spot is going within and that opening up to, we'll call it the Akashic records. We'll call it your higher self or your perfected self. There's a scripture in the Bible that says that um, two, two scriptures that I really love about this. It says to be absent from the body is to be present with God. I really like that. And, um, and there's another one that, that talks about um, what was it? Um, I forgot the other scripture. I had two of them in mind about going within and uh, experiencing bliss and experience. Okay. It's that we're seated with Christ in heavenly places right now. And you say that again, we're seated with Christ in heavenly places, heavenly places right now, that there's a version of you, you are an avatar, but your true self is in the heavens at this divine council, you know, we signed up for this earth school or whatever you've heard it mentioned. This is really big in Greek philosophy that they think that we're up actually out there with the planets and we are emanations of the planets and the solar system and everything experiencing itself in time on earth. So that description of the Bible to be that you are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Even now, a lot of mystics are going into these deep experiences and engaging what what they call their perfected self and it's what we've we've been you know called the higher self and it's a version of you that exists that is perfect and you're connected to it and you're engaging with it and bringing it into your timeline and getting you know answering questions and a lot of the information when you go in really deep is pretty slippery like Mm -hmm. when you peer your head into what we'll call the Akashic records um, there's, it's an information superhighway faster than, and there's, I mean, there's all types of things. There's beings, there's, uh, there's love. There is so much stuff just moving. And I feel like I tell people, if you can grab one thing, one thing and you bring it out, it's vision. It's about your future, how to embody it. Like there's so much, if you can pull one thing out of that experience, out of that meditation, when you go in really deep, um, you're a true shaman. A true shaman is one who's able to go into the, the dream realm, go into the other worlds and bring things back and allow it to manifest on this side of reality. Mm-hmm. And you, you can do that through the dream state and uh, through ha- biohacking the dream state and, um, and consciously create when you get back. That's what I do. But I mean, not, not all the time. There's many different things that when we go in, like for one, it's just to bathe in love. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. You, I never get tired of that, just to be in that bliss and releasing stress and trauma, releasing, you know, breathing in the beauty of our breath and thankful and gratitude and you name it, man. I, it's uh, if nobody if people don't know what I'm talking about, you've got to get with uh, Brian or myself for sure and tap in. Tap into yourself. Yep. Yeah. It's all within. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. The kingdom of heaven is within. You can literally experience eternity by going within. I totally love the the way of describing it as accessing the the perfect self. Then one of the things that um, 
that kind of just really stands out to me about the way that you approach it is that accessing going into to access that insight is simultaneous with the process of integrating that within yourself so it's it's going in to find that to become that mm -hmm. and yeah because I mean, you i mean that's, in order in, to engage with it you got to know what it looks like like you know any 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 version of yourself exists you know mm -hmm. and and most of us have been operating just by default we're on default we don't know how we got here we don't know how we ended up in this job we don't know how we ended up with this family you know these belief systems we we're just this is just us but we've gotten there by default but we can consciously create and bring those other visions first you got to be able to see it you got to be able to access the imagination if you can see it in here you can create it you can bring it into your reality if and you can see it in there it exists as a reality that we it's can real. we yeah. can embody that's yep. another way I love to in. think of it. And it goes back to something you said earlier where you mentioned we already are that. It's it's not what you become, it's who you already are. It's embodying that within yeah. your conscious you choose, awareness. Though. You gotta choose it. You already yeah. are it, but you keep it to yourself and don't tell nobody and don't engage with it, you'll never see it. You have to be but writing it down, introducing yourself as it, you're bringing it into the reality, you're birthing it, especially with the internet. You can be whatever, you can be whatever you want with the internet, man. Like, mm -hmm. you, know, you can recreate yourself, you can be a healer, you can be a, a hip hop artist, you can you can be whatever you want. Uh, keep And you get you know, to choose. You get to choose it, yep. And so choose wisely. Yeah. <laughs> and I think this this practice going in and seeing what that perfect self looks like because with all the noise that's taking place in most people's minds there's a distortion around a lot of people don't even know what they want or they're not yeah. consciously aware of what they want so i think this practice mm -hmm. goes a long way to just gain insight into what it is you really want and that's one and the same with what does that perfect self look like mm -hmm. yeah recapturing the dream you know uh, the dream that you had when you was a child and simplicity, love, mm. um, being, um, you know, innocence, you know, returning to innocence, recapturing your innocence and uh, engaging with that, that you still are, but you just don't know it. You know what I'm saying? Like all that. Yeah. All right. So I think the perfect way to, to, to hold this all together bring it all together here is i want to hear a little bit more about your your practice your approach i know we kind of started talking about the breath work a little bit and mm -hmm. um you have you know your experience with with these these spiritual beautiful encounters and um i know it's something again that you you support others in having within yeah. themselves um of course you we start with meditation and breath work but is there a way that you go about teaching this practice? Yeah, again, those are the entry ways. Um, always, there's a beautiful scripture in the Psalms that says to enter his, his presence with, enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. So I like to, to step in with being, with, with gratitude and attitude of gratitude, again, which is that vehicle um, to be thankful for the small things. And then I move out. Um, the two small things I always start with is putting my hand on my heart and feeling my heartbeat 
that there's always opportunity, that I have life and that I have, I have another chance and I'm, I'm here to create, to bless, to experience this life. So I'm always start with the heart and uh, I'm just kind of giving that, um, that, that thanks back to the creator. Uh, and then the breath, joining in with the breath. I take a deep breath in and I'm thankful for the breath with these two uh, intact. I can change tomorrow. I can be a better person. I can still experience the greatness that God, the creator has for me. And so I go in with that and then and you engage it and you may move out to other things. I'm thankful for my family. Think about it. Many times if I'm by myself, I'll start speaking about it versus leading one. I'll, I'll, it'll get real personal for me. And those are the best. Like when you're, you can get personal and, and, and vocalize it. Thinking about it's one thing, but I begin to vocalize what I'm thankful for. And it moves into another form of prayer, which is something we call prophesying, which is speaking into things as well. Yeah. You're prophesying, uh, you're speaking to your, your, your life, your situation, you're breathing life into it. So for me, um, you know, I move into a place where I'll start, I'll start prophesying over my podcast and, you know, um, so that the intentions there, you're putting the codes into it. So it's um, an, me, an envisioning an intention for. Yep. And then speaking uh -oh. it, not just seeing it, but speaking and it out. Feeling like, it too, I bet. Yeah. And say, you know, people are going to be blessed when they hear my, my words that mm -hmm. uh, when I speak on, on certain subjects is going to break chains that people are chains of addiction. People are, 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 are depression. When people hear me speak, that depression is going to fall off of them. They're going to want, you know, when they, you know, they're going to want to know more. I just start going into it. The intentions and why I started. So go ahead. You're saying this out loud. Yeah, I'm saying it out loud. If I'm by myself, okay. I'll start there. I'll start there. But that, that moves you into this this beautiful atmosphere and mm -hmm. so where you can feel the spirit you know through the breath and you're creating your blessing i'll begin to pray for others right a lot of this is good to do before you go in and and this is like strengthening your own and your own prayer time and your personal relationship with the creator um and then once you're done with all of that kind of stuff you don't have to do that but it's a great practice for sure speaking into your destiny manifestation all of it. It's one thing to see it, but it's another thing that when, when the heart and mind join as one and you speak it out and you actually create it as you speak it, the abracadabra verbiage, I create as I speak. Um, and I don't, I don't think there's anything in my life that exists that didn't come through that conscious, that's conscious creation. Yep. You know, I'm speaking it into existence and I'm even putting those intentions and energy into it. So once that's done, then, you know, we'll, I, I usually have music on. Um, you know, from my Christian background, I still listen to a lot of beautiful, like, uh, Christian, um, worship music. I, I and I tell everybody to there's like a group called Bethel music. Most of the church don't like them. They call them new age, but their music is just like super heartfelt. So I'll put a lot of that on and then kind of go into like a lot of healing tones and frequencies and stuff as well. So going into the breath work, but it's about just tapping in with the creator. So a lot of times when I go in, I don't have a a script. Like I don't mm -hmm. have like um You don't know exactly what go, you're gonna do, right? I'm gonna go meet with the angels from Zeta Reticuli. I don't have that, but I mm -hmm. go in through this relationship with my father that I'm loved and he has great and mighty things in store for me that I do not know and I can't find out. That's the scriptures that say that. The only way to find out is guess what? To go <laughs> to go within. 
and to go inquire from him, from mm-hmm. it, the source energy that it, that is you're connected through your breath. That's how you travel. And um, so that is my ticket in, you know, through grace and through beauty to leave any fears at the door. And I, I just, I literally, God, whatever you have for me, like I want it, you know, and in that there are ascended beings, there are angels, there are, you know, information, super highways of the Akashic records. Like you, like in that, like I'm open to experience and whatever I thought would, would have been a good encounter, finding stuff that I never, the only way you can get to it is like just being open to Stay explore. Open. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you take one thing back, I'm loved and there's nothing you can do. And this is what helped get me through all those hard times, both times is, is having that prayer life and, and communing with Christ in that secret place and just exploring what he says about me. You know, because I've heard what everybody else said about me. They said I was a failure. They said my best days were behind me. They said that I was deceived. They said all kind of things. But I'm like, I have to. And I I start believing those things, bro. I start believing them. You know, what if they're right? And that's what that duality that came in was like, damn, what if they are right? Mm-hmm. What if you what if you did mess up? What if you did ruin it? You know, what if this and you start but I have to go and get in that, that place of prayer and meditation with my creator. And he said, no, man, I, I, I brought you to this for a reason. I'm imparting things to you that the only way you're going to get that is if you go through it, there's an empathy in you now for people who are marginalized to people don't care about. Now you have an empathy in you to, to aggressively go after those people and love them and to help them guide through. Cause people, man, suicide is real, bro not everybody makes it out i got lucky dude i got lucky not everybody makes it out of that stuff the, the, you know the mental games and all the i got lucky and i owe it to i owe it to whoever will listen you know whoever's going through that stuff not everybody's gonna get it it ain't for them keep moving keep walking but for those who get it they really get it and for those who have never encountered it i bid them to come in try it let's do some breath work Let's let's tap in through prayer, tap into the love of God. If you ain't never felt if you never been in prayer and you felt you can feel it, a physical sensation of the love of God wash over your body. And and as it starts at the top of your head and it goes down, it erases all the bad stuff that you've ever done. You can feel that you need to feel it daily. Just think like you you could do it daily. But if you don't know it's real, you're not going to you're not going to know how to engage with it. So Mm -hmm. I want to be able to you know, bid people to try it out, to, to do the breath work, do the meditations, you know, know how much you're loved, you know, if you don't know it, you don't know what's available. So for us talking about this and, and being open and honest about these crazy ideas, it's people are picking it up. It's important, man. It's important work. You're doing important work. And I want to say again, a ton of respect and appreciation for, for all that you're being and doing my man. Hey man, uh, feeling is mutual, dude, and uh, can't wait to have you on my show here in a couple sure. couple days, couple weeks. I, I'm not sure. I have yeah, to look at the soon. schedule. We're on the calendar. Um, yeah, it it is that one is booked. <laughs> I think that's next week, so we're gonna be next at it week. again. Yeah, yeah, next Thursday. Next Thursday. Yep. Uh, it's always my sure. pleasure to to come together with you, brother. It, hey, uh, for it sure. Really I love is. you know everything that you're doing, man, and um. Man, thank you for for sharing your platform with with me and and my message and everything I'm bringing too. So, 
Yeah. And well, let me say that this wasn't for you. <laughs> this is for all the people that, that get to benefit from, from hearing you share and you're, you're included in that. So it's for us. A hundred. Now I, I mean, you know, me talking about this, it stirs me up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, hold on. When's the last time? That's you, why you do what you do. For me, that, right? I'm like, you know, when's the last time you let that love wash over you? It's been three days, four days, a week. You gone a week without letting the love wash over you? Come on, man. So we have these weekly meetings that we do that like, you know, but it's different. It is different. Like I, I encourage the, the 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 sessions, the groups and all that stuff. We do it. We go in together. But it you go in and by yourself. Mm-hmm. Do it by yourself. There's a different blessing in it for you. There's other things yeah. that other people can't go with you where, mm-hmm. you know, the things God wants to show you. Other people can't go. You both go are important. Both are important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. On that note, um, where can anyone listening that feels called to come check you out? These groups that you're describing. I know you mentioned the program earlier as well. Um, let them have it, man. Invite them in. Yeah. Um, all of my stuff is at truthseeker.com. Truth S E E K A H.com. My podcast, my music. Um, you know, our, our weekly, um, hangouts and stuff that we do, everything's there. You can just dig and dig and dig a bunch of stuff. <laughs> All right, my brother. Check it out. I, uh, again, want to say one last time, I appreciate you. Uh, it's always fun coming together and, and having these conversations. Um, to the listeners, go check out the podcast. If you're, if you're feeling truth seekers vibe, um, you can get a lot, lot more of it. And the book, and the book. Yeah, the book. Uh, we didn't even mention it. Yeah. Links to the book is Fair on the, uh, the website. Do you want to take a moment there to talk about the book quickly? I mean, yeah, it doesn't even uh, have to be quickly. Take your time if you want to, man. Quickly, quickly. The book came out <laughs> a year ago, a uh, year ago last month. And um, it's been a huge blessing. And um, to put this out, Spirit Realm is the name of the book. Angels, Demons, Spirits, and the Sovereignty of God. I uh, was blessed to have Jordan Maxwell write the forward. And um, a little bit of everything. All these mystical experiences how to engage with them, um, beings that are elementals, angels, spirits, um, and, and to show you how they all work together for your good. And, um, and even, you know, going back to my story and the bad times that I've had, like I needed those, those, th- that was my, that was my, uh, my rite of passage made it through. You really wanted it. You and fought for you it. Now. Made it through. Yeah, for sure. All right, Pay it forward. I did. I'll uh, I'll catch you in about a week. Um, yes, sir. The Sanders community, on behalf of them, thank you for showing up here. Um, all of the all the great stuff that you're doing and and sharing is going to be links to the description, um, links in the description for for all of that. And any parting words? Hey man, remember I want to I want to uh, link my brother here. Um, Richie, Richie Breath, a good friend of mine, he sent me the sticker. He always ends his messages and, 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 and channelings. He says, remember to breathe. So let's just all take a deep conscious breath in together. One, two, three, breathe in through the nostrils. Peace, grace, and release. Remember to breathe, man. That breath, God is just as close as your next breath, and you can explore it and go deeper. That is the highway. That is your ticket in. Do it. Remember to breathe. Remember to breathe the Sanders. Till next time. Keep ascending. Sanders, 
that is going to be all from my conversation with my brother truth seeker i hope it was able to awaken in you some inspiration to begin saying yes to and fully owning your truth i also hope that the tools the practices that truth seeker shared is something you'll consider giving a shot because not only till you give it a shot you put it in practice could you discover what it might have in store for you there's a very different means by which we can access that higher self that perfect self within and these are just a few but not until you put it to practice will you reap the benefit the bless will you find within yourself the insight that will support you in your ascension journey and being a fuller expression of your gifts of your authentic self and serving the divine purpose that you came here to serve so if you've heard this call not only do i invite you to give these tools a shot another invitation i'll put out there once again send academy is uniting and activating light workers our platform is growing the energy is rising and it's thanks to the beautiful beautiful powerful souls that are coming together in this collaboration this co-creation in this space of unity consciousness if you have an interest in being a part of this i invite you to go check us out and all that we got going on at academy.togetherwithascend.com anyways ascenders that is going to be all for this episode of the awaken podcast thank you for being here thank you for tuning in thank you for all that you are thank you for being in the attention of ascending because as you ascend we all do so until next time keep ascending